This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. He looks so pretty like a devil is Oh yeah, the Taylor Swift concert film arrived a day early. America's clamoring for this so bad that it came a day early. A concert tour is so big and so expensive Uh that uh, it's becoming a theater-type deal. So it's going to be arriving in theaters. In fact, I think it already is. It's there. In Wisconsin, Marcus Theaters has it. uh, Launched last night. Going to continue throughout the weekend. I don't know how long, but if you want to see a T-Swift concert on this era's tour... You may have to go to the movie theater to do it. And you may have to pay more than you've paid for any other movie in your lifetime. <laughs> Greg Marcus be. is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation, and he is with us. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you all doing? Good. How big a deal is this? Oh, this is a very big deal. <laughs> this is very, it's very exciting. I mean, everybody's, you know, look, at this is what movies are about. And the movie, the theatrical, I call it the theatrical, but the, the experience that, that our complexes and our industry provides, let's call it, it's called exhibition, right? It is what the exhibition provides. It's this, every, it's happening all over the country, all at once. Everybody's really excited, and you can, you can feel it. It's part of the whole zeitgeist of the, of the country right now. So where, where did this start, Greg? Like, who made the first call? Because, I mean, obviously the, the concert tour is... I mean, this is, is, is insane. Like, like, I feel like T-Swift is floating our entire economy right now. So who makes the call, their people or your people, to get this in the theaters? Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Having trouble with Greg. <laughs> Are you back with us, Greg? Can you hear me? Yeah. Go, I'm, go I'm ahead here. now. Sorry. It sounds like your phone's, yep, your phone's dropping out, but we got you. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the, um, you know, it's the, uh, we, we've had, uh, it's been, I don't know who cut the deal. I'm not sure. I heard her mother cut the deal specifically. I'm not who, sure who did it first. Like, there's been concerts and theaters. You know, BDS was in the theaters, uh, you know, recently in the last, within the last few years. Uh, Talking Heads just did a revival and just brought their, uh, you know, Stop Making Sense to her back from, you know, decades ago. Uh, so it's not the first time, but this is as current as a tour as there is, and as hot as she is, this is the first example of this going on. And then we've got Beyonce following, you know, about six weeks later. So let me ask you, Greg, to follow up on what Greg asked, circumventing the normal route for film distribution. That's what she did. She cut out the middle person. What What does that mean? How do you feel about that? You know, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's not always that easy. I mean, look, she has something that most don't have. She's got, what, 350 million followers? I mean, and, and, and engaged followers on Instagram. You know, she just turns on, um, she, she is Swiftonomics. I mean, there is no doubt about it. And I'm not sure everybody has that. And so when they don't have that, the middleman has value, and the middleman does marketing. And she didn't need that. So she had the ability to do that. And Beyonce really is in a category, maybe, you know, not exactly as engaged as, as her fans are, but darn close. And we expect that'll be very exciting, too. Greg, from a pricing structure, in not just market theaters, but any theater that may look to this as an opportunity, how do you price a concert versus a traditional film, movie? Uh well, if you know if you know the pricing here, she priced it <laughs> because the pricing for kids is thirteen thirteen because thirteen's her favorite number, and nineteen eighty nine is the price for adults, and that was the year she was born. <laughs> so, well, there you go. I, I, she said it. 
So are you getting a bigger <laughs> cut, or is she getting a bigger cut than normal? Uh, if you know, it's it's pretty normal to what what happens when when we play content in our in our theaters. I want to ask you. Um, as we talk about Taylor Swift and kind of the industry in general, I, I kind of take the pulse with you. It feels like every time I talk to you, how is business now compared to how it was pre-pandemic? Uh, not back to where we were pre-temp. I'll tell you this much: summer was really close to pre-pandemic. We did four billion dollars as an industry uh, this summer, and that was—I think we did four point one or four point two. In, uh, in 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 twenty nineteen, so summer got close. We aren't as a full year. We aren't there yet, though, because they just not all the content has come back yet. It's getting better, and things like this are filling it in. But now we're dealing with a strike, and that's going to just sort of you know. Uh, apparently, the line back is not straight. I've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I was going to ask you do, how much of an impact that has on the industry, or when I guess that impact is most felt. The strike. The strike. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you an interesting thing. Like, this actually is helping. You know, So when we first started asking that question, here's how – let me just point out how dumb I am, right? How I'm thinking about – because really the obvious thing is when production stops, you know, it takes a year or two years to make a movie. And so we know production being stopped now, a big impact – let me say a big – whatever impact we're going to feel is going to be – you know, next year, next next fall, next Christmas. But what I hadn't thought about at the time was that, and this will blunt the impact next year a little bit, a movie like Dune moved, right? You know, Dune 2. Dune 2 was supposed to open up uh, around this time. And it's it moved to next spring. And the reason was because the actors aren't promoting their movies. And, you know, the, 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 the studios felt that if the actors aren't going to promote the movies, then they don't want to release them because that's going to diminish, potentially diminish their performance. So we have to deal with, you know, stuff. Cur- so some stuff is moving currently. There'll be some impact next year. So it'll, you know, it'll be, it'll be a little uneven, you know, for, for a little period of time. But what I, what I do want to say, there is a, a lot of times people will say, well, is this like the pandemic? I'm like, okay, let me be very clear. There is no one saying I'm going to never leave my house again. There's no one saying I never want to get in a room with people again. There's no studios saying, I think I just think everyone should just watch everything on TV from their, you know, on their rear ends in their house. That is, that is not what this is. This is a work stoppage and it'll be resolved. Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. Greg, got a couple questions for the hotel side of the house that I want to ask you if you can stick around. We'll be right back. I don't like your little games. Don't like your tilted stage. The a lot of chair dancing happening in the studio right now. How could he not? I, don't I really like, like Taylor Swift. She is an absolute force. And For sure. I, I, I never realized what she would become when she was just sort of sweet, innocent, making country songs. She has clearly pivoted into a more poppy world, but she's got kind of her own everything going on. Yeah. Her workout music is great. She's just fantastic. She does things the right way. She's never in the headlines for the wrong reasons. Yeah, she's very likable. Right? I, she is. Very likable. She is. Greg Marcus is also probably likeable. dancing in his chair, and he indeed is very likable. He's the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. Hey, Greg, can, thanks for sticking around. Can you get us tickets? We, we want to go. John and I want to go see this this weekend. <laughs> you know somebody? Sure. <laughs> I know people. I can make that happen. Great. <laughs> hey, Greg, is the hotel business or the movie theater business more financially healthy right now? They both really got dinged during the pandemic. 
you know, look, I, I don't think I could rate them on what's more financially healthy. I could say, look, at the hotel business has come back to the pre-pandemic levels. Uh, it, the, in fact, we had a record year last year in 22. Uh, and so it's it, it just because of, of the nature of the business. Um, it just it's, it, it came back faster. But the theaters on a, but the theaters are on a good trajectory, too. The RNC is going to come to town. They need a lot of hotel rooms, and we have a lot of hotel rooms, so that's good. My question is, can the average Joe still get a hotel room during those periods, or have your great properties already blocked out that period? Are they already locked down? They're already locked down, yeah. No, we will uh... – we're, we're we're still working out the details, but we will. We but 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 you know, look at our our hotels are the, are the key hotels in town. Yep. And we we and so we want to make sure that we're we're taking care of the convention because that's you know that that convention isn't it's not just about the RNC because what it's about is showing to the world that Milwaukee has the capacity to, to handle really important conventions and not just important any convention that we it's 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 like a you know it's it's a billboard for the world and so. We want to make sure that we take care of them. You know, it, it, when you separate, or do you separate the resort business from standard hotel business? Do you look at it differently at all, Greg, with your your properties that you have? No, uh, we, we look. It's 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 all what we would call full service hotels. Um, now, look, they take different operational skill sets, uh, but we but we have great management teams at places at all of our different hotels. One the one commonality that I would say that our that a lot of our hotels have, if you think about it, whether it's the Fister or the St. Kate or the Grand Geneva, and that is they they tend to be experiential in nature. You know, they are they're not just. Uh, straight up, you know, uh, typical. Let's call it a business hotel. I won't mention any names uh, in, in, in here, and but and even in a way that our Hilton is is what you might consider a business hotel, but it's it really is experiential because you're coming for a conference. It's a 750 key hotel, you know, just under 750 keys. It's a it's a big one, and so we offer an experience to our guests. That's that's just different. And so it plays to the business customer. It plays to the leisure customer. It plays to the to, to the whole spectrum of customers. The leader of the Marcus Corporation, Greg Marcus, is with us. So here during political season, Greg, it's a double edged sword because we like the political ads because they're paid ads. But those political people get the cheapest rate. And so if they decide they want to flood the airwaves, which they do because we're a battleground state, they get the cheapest rate. And sometimes they knock some of our good advertisers off of the air. When you talk about booking hotel rooms for a convention, how do the finances work? Well, you know, we negotiate the rates. They, they uh, you know, and, and we have to just be, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a negotiation is about the best way I can say it. But, but you know, it's interesting. You, you bring up a, a very good point because you know, we face that with with baseball you know we see the same thing you know so the fister for example really cut handles a lot of the baseball teams that come into town most all of them and uh and you know what happens is is when they, when they get in the playoffs you know that, that time of year is a very big october is a very busy time of year for us and you know we have we so actually last week we were scrambling you know with uh with with arizona in town now i wish we were still i wish arizona was out and we were still going and dealing (laughs) scrambling is a good problem but we tell those teams because those teams because they give us such regular business during the year again same thing like the political the they're a lot less contentious. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, 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 they, they, you know, they have a, they have a, you know, a preferred rate because they're giving us such high volume of business. But it's a challenge. But we honor those commitments when the playoffs are here. I get the problem though. 
Greg, does that continue on with the NBA season? Is that a similar philosophy and in what you see just year to year? Well, yeah, for any, yeah, for any team, yeah, exactly. For any team that we have, the uh, the and we don't have as many as a proportional level for the NBA. They they're a little more spread out. But like the St. Kate has really been attracting them because that's that's a hotel that really appeals to that that group and it doesn't see baseball means a bigger hotel that's why they tend to be more the fister but uh the uh but but we honor if you're if you're our customer and you're a regular customer we're going to take care of you when you need us greg so my wife recently went to have cocktails at the saint kate my daughter got married there full disclosure it's my one of my favorite places in town and she was so thrilled because she walked in and you were playing the piano i think it was on a tuesday or a wednesday or <laughs> are you still playing the piano regularly at the saint kate <laughs> I do most Tuesdays. Like, I need to put it in Facebook because I've had those people show up and they say, uh, you know, uh, where were you? <laughs> so I need to say when I'm going to be there. But uh, yeah, most Tuesdays I play there. I like to say that I'm pretty much unfireable. And uh, the drunker you are, the better I sound. <laughs> do you have a tip jar? Do you put a tip jar on top of the piano too? To, like an old brandy snifter and just sitting there? I, I do, and, it, and it's really more for the people I play with. Because I, I usually have I usually have a bass player with me, whether and so the bass because they make me sound good, and so I like to take care of the bass player. And yeah, I have to admit, the first time I ever got a tip in one of our hotels, it did make me chuckle. I was like, "Really, you are tipping me?" Okay. Yeah, what, what do you have to do, Greg? It's an old trick. You have to put a few dollars of your own right. out of your own pocket in there, right? Just get the people the idea. This is what I'm supposed to do. We prime the pump exactly. There you right. go. But, but there. no, no. Anybody that's wondering, they're not taking care of me. They're taking care of the people who are playing with me who deserve it. <laughs> Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. Uh, you gave our young producer Sam a thrill today and a disappointment at the same time. Uh, we said Reverend Greg Marcus on the show. Oh my gosh, Greg Marcus, really the guy that's at the movie theater guy. And she was so, so, so super excited. And next time we'll have you here in the studio. I, and my wife just texted, "Hey, can we get tickets to the T Swift thing?" <laughs> A lot of people listening today. <laughs> we appreciate it, Greg. I love being there. I, I, I'm sorry I couldn't be there today. I will come in whenever you want me. <laughs>